and we have some breaking election news. Nothing's happened. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, to be fair, a lot has happened, but nothing's happened. Uh, Well, okay, (laughs) let's rephrase this. A lot has happened, but nothing's happened. (laughs) It's actually kind of... um... Kind of embarrassing. Another way to put this would actually be to say that nothing's happened, but a lot has happened. That right. You, you know, if you think about it another way. Which which sounds equally the same as Trump's strategy to win right now, which is count the votes in Arizona, but stop counting in Wisconsin. Right. Or wherever the fuck, Pennsylvania, wherever the fuck they need to count. Well, the... I guess okay so this is our this is our special election night episode and I have to tell you you said you can go to sleep with Donald Trump as your president mm-hmm. and wake up with Joe Biden as your president mm-hmm. right and here's the thing no you said the opposite you said you go to bed as you know Joe Biden wake up with Donald Trump and here's the thing the opposite happened and it was fucking weird yeah, it was wrong. because we were yeah thank fucking god dude okay <laughs> I was this is, I was, we were up all night. We were doing everything we can to follow the election news. And I thought, okay, this is like some straight up bullshit. What is happening right now is just straight up bullshit, right? I cannot fucking believe this race is this close. And we're, I mean, we are just nonstop, dude, texting, calling, screenshots, links. It's, it's a fucking, it's a barrel of insanity. And at around 1.30, we're like, fuck this, I'm going to bed. <laughs> so we go to bed. I wake up at 4.30 because I don't really sleep a lot. And I check the map. And it Weird says... Flex, but okay. <laughs> you know how to do <laughs> No. So I check the map. Right? And it says Wisconsin and Michigan, red. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck this, I'm going to sleep twice. So I just, <laughs> so I just go to sleep. I wake up at seven o'clock and they're fucking blue. And I was like, wait, what? I called you great, great moment ever is when you called back and you're like, what happened? (laughs) I took the fuck out. I took an extra cup of z Okay. Yeah. You, I, I, I took an extra cup of something similar and, uh, And I was like, dude, I cannot believe this shit. It is. What? And then here's where it got interesting. Last night, we knew that Georgia was picking up. And we knew that the reason Georgia was picking up was because they were counting the ballots inside. Um, What do you call it? Uh, Atlanta. Atlanta, right. And then it turns out DeJoy didn't send like 18,000 ballots to Atlanta. Right. And then after that, we were like, what the fuck? And then they were like, South Florida went to Trump and, you know, Biden lost like so many, Biden was down from Clinton by like 20,000 ballots, you know, 20,000 votes. And then it turns out 27,000 votes didn't make it to Florida. Right. And we're like, oh shit. So this fucker really did try to steal the election. And then he did something that I don't think any president in the history of this country has ever done. He said, he brought more jobs back. No, 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 <laughs> no, he went on TV while he was losing and was like, we need to stop counting right now. 
And I was like, what? Yeah. Frankly, we won the election. He wasn't even close. He wasn't even fucking close. And he was still like, we need to stop counting. And then earlier today, he said it again, and it made me laugh because at this point, Michigan and Wisconsin were like handily in Biden's corner, right? And he goes, we need to stop counting. And I was like, uh, you know what? Yeah, we should probably do that. Let's just. <laughs> whoever finally, win, whoever wins, four, wins. After four years, we can finally agree on something there, huh? Yeah, we finally found something that we agree should happen in this country. Yeah, that's a good idea. No, that's a good idea. That's Anyway, my point is it's been a hell of a night. I'm glad. I'm glad to have fucking gone through it with you. It was fun. It's like our what? Our fourth one? It it was our, our fourth election. The first election that we ever saw together was um uh the oh, second wait. the second Bush no, it was the second Bush election. We were oh, that's right. We were Sophomores. yeah, we were very young. And we were like, dude, I can't wait till I can fucking vote. Right. <clears throat> and then we saw we saw Obama one and then we saw Obama two and Obama two was one of my favorites. Cause we made like a series of tweets about other things that were, what was it that were like spinning and receptacles yeah. or and centrifuges. Remember he had said something. He was, he was just Romney was such a fucking blast. Uh, he binders full of women, this guy. Uh, and it was yeah. crazy, man. I mean, we thought it was going to be a crazy right wing populist. We were kind of right. We thought it was going to be a cultish right-wing populist. We were kind of right. You know what I mean? Like, either way, we were kind of right, unfortunately. And I think that, I think at the end of the day, I'm just glad that we we pulled through another one. It's not over yet. You know, we're recording this on the 4th of November. So it's the day after Election Day. You guys, whoever's listening won't hear this until the 5th of November, which is tomorrow. Oh, God. <laughs> remember, remember <laughs> the fifth of November, <laughs> the gunpowder uh, treason and oh, plot. Fuck. <laughs> God, I fucking hate it. Uh, God damn it! <laughs> you did it on purpose, didn't you? I did it. I fucking did it. You did, oh God! You did this on purpose. You did it on purpose. Remember, remember the fifth Somewhere. of November. Somewhere out there in the world of worlds, Guy Fox is building his Christian nationalist country, and right. that's the Pledge of Allegiance. Guy Fox is sitting in a room somewhere right now, and he's like, nah, man, I'm telling you, okay? Listen to me here, lads. Donald Trump was chosen by Jesus. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's who he'd be. Like, nobody talks about it, but that's who he'd fucking be. You know what I mean? Right. Right. He'd be like that guy that's like that Catholic priest that's always on Twitter talking shit about abortion. That would yeah. be Guy Fox. <laughs> <laughs> that would be who he is, you know? That's that's awful, dude. Come on. That's dude. the fucking truth, dude. People Come don't want to admit dude. it. People are so they've romanticized V for Vendetta so much that first of all, the fucking it is like astonishing to me. How many how many no, let's talk about this. How many right wingers <laughs> have taken up so much culture that is adamantly anti-right wing. Like the Punisher one. Dude, the Punisher, fucking V for Vendetta, the Joker. There's so many of those dudes are like, uh, you know, society's collapsed on me. 
and I'm like, dude, his his whole uh, okay, fine, whatever, whatever. Some some guy was like, you have no choice but to become the Joker, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna go put makeup on and bitch about everything for a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, what the last movie was. Okay, let's be real here, dude. And dude, there's so much rage against the machine. Mm-hmm. Batman, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They have these like I mean, sick I mean, obsessions. Batman's pretty, uh, Batman's pretty on point. Let's okay, be real. okay, okay. Batman is only on point because he's obviously pro police. You know what I mean? Right. But Bruce Wayne as an but, entity, and he's rich, and he's rich. Okay, yeah, and, he's, and he doesn't want to pay his taxes. Let's 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 get this but, all out now. Okay, Come okay. On. Here we go. Come I on. didn't know we were. I didn't. I didn't know we were attacking no. me today. I thought this was an election <laughs> special. I didn't know this was attack fucking David Day. Yeah. yeah, well, you know what? Batman, okay, look. Ba- Batman only does all that as a ruse to convince mm-hmm. people that he's that kind of a person. You, you know what's he's interesting? Still down, he still sends money, he's still a philanthropist, and he still helps the poor. I don't want to hear what's it. interesting? I can't you know hear you. I'm sorry. I'm, bl- I'm blaring out. I can't hear you. I'm sorry. Sounds a lot like the dude who's losing in the election, doesn't it? <laughs> 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 he's brought more jobs for, for you know... <laughs> African Americans, he's the best president since Lincoln, <clears throat> perhaps since Lincoln, right? You know, perhaps that, that qualifier to me is always the best. That that one's the one that gets it. It's but awesome anyway. because it's like his attempt at humility, right? His right. attempt at humility is, I don't know, maybe I'm literally an American icon, maybe I'm not. Maybe you're not. not, you're not Donald, right? Hold on, what is going on in Arizona? They were saying that it was going to get close and Biden might lose it. Oh, God. Oh, God. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. There's a video Mm -hmm. of um, Rachel Maddow going around where, where my hero, my own personal election night hero um steve whatever his name is the dude who does the math the polls on msnbc um steve uh, chris chuck todd no steve chris <laughs> or whatever his name is yeah i should probably learn his name that well, dude's yeah, my, he's I a want, fucking hero i want that job dude like i want to be that guy when i grow up how do i do that dude you know what i think we should have a job as like legit <clears throat> I think we should be political consultants. Why? Because of how bad the fucking the Democratic Party is no, is no. up a shit creek right now? We'll get into that in a bit. You know what? Let's use this to segue into that, actually. Uh, I think we should be political consultants because it's it's been... I've known you for 17 years. And oh my God, QAnon. It was meant to be... I'm Q confirmed. confirmed. 17. 17 Huge years. Of true. Huge of Huge true. Of true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, we've, you know, we've, we've always sort of called these things. And there is, it's really weird to have screenshots and, you know, letters and emails and shit where like we can go back and be like, I mean, there's times sometimes where like I'll be going through screenshots to delete them and I'll forget right. that like I screenshot a conversation specifically for something and uh, I'll, I'll go check it out and it's like 
Oh, man, I'm telling you, man. You know, Biden's going to lose the Latino vote. And then, you know, here we are like months later and we're like, ah, fuck, we knew that shit was going to happen. You know, <laughs> he's going to do terrible here. He should do this instead. At every time, it's every fucking time, dude. Like every time it happens, it fucking happens. You know what I mean? And I mean, every time we say something's going to happen, it fucking happens. And I think it, I think it lends itself. Not, not that we know what we're talking about, but that we're really good at understanding. I think, I guess the, the nature of people in the country, because it's a hundred percent clear that the Democrats aren't. Well, I, I just, I wouldn't say it's the nature of understanding people. It's just the inform, the ability to process information. That's what I, that's right? what like, I meant. Yeah, like that's yeah. what I meant by understanding. Like we're able to decipher that. And and sometimes it's so. Fru- I think what's most frustrating is you see, right? Speaking of the election, you see what happens to Joe Biden back in May of 2020 when he says. And this is almost a very verbatim quote that the Biden campaign did not see the Latino vote as a pathway to victory. Then he tells somebody to go vote for Trump, an immigration activist, to go vote for Trump. And he wasn't the only one. Wasn't there another one? I I don't know for sure, but I'm 100 percent positive that during the primary, someone had asked him about immigration and he had said, just he had said there's more than one of us to vote from or some shit like that remember yeah yeah something like that i'm sure but um the thing that that i was saying was that like it's frustrating because you see it happening in real time right and then they told you that they were gonna do it and you almost want to believe that they're not gonna do it right and then you're like no, nah, that's that's crazy. They wouldn't do something like that. Why would they do something like that? That would be Who, fucking stupid. That would be dumb. Who would do that? Oh my god, they're doing it, and then look <laughs> what happens. Right? Yeah. And 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 I know that there's a lot of numbers that have to be counted still. I know that, you know, you know, particularly you you know, you have to take into account always voter suppression, right? Like in Florida, yeah. which is notorious, right? You have to take into account gerrymandering which is you have to take into account all these things that the republican party is so good at at preventing people particularly you know people of color uh you know who are who can't vote right right but when it comes to it when it comes down to it when you're looking at the numbers the democratic party's in trouble full stop the democratic party is in trouble with the Latino vote, there's a there's a lot of things that the Democratic Party has to sort of take into account. And I know that listening and seeing Josh Haley say repeatedly that Josh Haley, okay, Stanford law firm, Josh Haley, okay. Okay. You know, and Ted Cruz, you know, Josh Haley is like Ted Cruz in the second, in the, you know, Ted Cruz 2.0. Right. You see these dudes come out and they constantly say things like the GOP is the class of the working people. Right. Right. And you know that that's not true. Absolutely. You just know that that's not true. But then you see in Florida, right, what we're saying, what we're seeing in Florida is, you know, $15 minimum wage passes 
by 23% and then Biden loses in Florida. Right. right? And and I know that that's conflate. There's a lot of conflation in that statement before I get hounded. There's there's conflation and in, in sort of saying that that's, you know, the Latino voters fault. Oh, right? okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of conflation there. Right. But my point is, is that if you're if you're the DNC. Right. If you're yes, Queen Nancy Pelosi. Okay. You're in trouble. Right. You're in trouble because it looks like at this moment. 2022 is going to be a red wave and 2024 is going to be a red tsunami. And they're not doing yep. anything to prevent it. Right. And the backlash from Joe Biden winning from the right is going to be phenomenal. Yeah. And you know what too? Like I mean, I'm going to I'm going to fucking say it because I've been saying it for the longest time. This is exactly what people like the Lincoln Project wanted. This right. is specifically why they wanted Joe Biden. It wasn't, there was this idea that the Lincoln Project wanted Joe Biden because they wanted somebody who was going to be a moderate, who was going to appeal across the aisle. That's not true. They wanted Joe Biden because they needed a lame duck. They needed somebody who wasn't going to push for reform. They needed somebody who wouldn't transform the country into such a, into such a country that they could no longer, um, I guess, propose conservative ideas from had he been elected like an example would be if warren were elected or if bernie were elected they would have pushed the country so far left that any ideas that neocons like the lincoln project would have Mm -hmm. come 2024 would just be seen as ridiculous by that time right it would be seen as too regressive but because it's joe biden it's the same window and you get to paint joe biden as a lame duck and so you come out and you say hey guess what joe biden's fucking terrible he hasn't gotten anything done. Let us right. get some stuff done. It might not be stuff you want, but it's at least stuff that's going to move us forward. You right. know what I mean? And all of a sudden, I mean, dude, $15 an hour minimum wage passes in Florida on the same night that Donald Trump wins Florida. Right. You mean to tell me that a conservative president can win in the same state where one of the most leftist positions imaginable is winning? Right. And I sincerely mean that because of all the things that you can have in this country that are leftist enabled uh, or that are leftist, I guess, I guess center to leftist, you know what I mean? So you can't even say that because, okay, you know what I mean, right? Right. That are, that are, that exist in the leftist sphere. The minimum wage one is one of the biggest because the minimum wage one is the only thing that requires employers to lose money. Right. You know what I mean? And that's something that, for the longest time we've been told they just can't do which i mean they can dude you know what i mean if you're if you're running a company in florida and you're making you know 80 million dollars a year now you got to pay your employees double their wages now you're only going to be able to make 30 million dollars a year you might be sitting there going this is unacceptable i have to fire people but the inevitable backlash is going to be why the fuck can't you just be okay with 30 million dollars a year you know what i mean because the, te- the, the, the tears, I'm sorry. No, no, no. The money has to trickle down. How am I going right. to trickle my money down? And that's, and that's the thing that's going to happen is that that's going to be the inevitable backlash from the working class. And guess who's going to be there to pick it up? Because in four years, you know what Republicans can say? Right. Oh, the Democrats weren't the ones who wanted $15 an hour. Remember right. when Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden said that was out of reach? 
Right. Remember when they said Bernie was crazy? They're gonna use Bernie against them. Because Bernie's oh, yeah. Bernie they use Bernie all the time to try and split the left. They're gonna say, remember when this when these guys said it was out of reach? But you know, you know when it passed? When Donald Trump won this state, when a Republican won this state, that's when it passed. Right. You know what I mean? And, they're gonna and, do that. And the thing that the thing that frustrates me the most, particularly about Florida, is yeah. that it seems to be, right? Like this okay. is just something that I've noticed, you know sort of writ large here it seems to be that there is an ability especially in states that that you know lean right if you will right okay that there is in a place for progressive policies right yeah 15 dollar minimum wage um you know health care for all uh m m4a those types of policies are okay so long as they don't come with a face, right? So right. long as they don't come with, you, you know, these props. A lot of these things are happening via props, right? Yeah. And so, so it's it's it seems to be. I mean, I have no idea. I'm 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 just sort of generalizing here, right? It seems to be that there is this general um, recognition or appreciation for these propositions if they are props, right? If right. you if you allow the voters to have their way. Medicaid, Medi uh, Obamacare is a great example because it's extended by how many states? I don't mm -hmm. know the number off the top of my head, right? But my point is, is that like, so long as these propositions, you know, there seems to be an appreciation for them so long as they are faceless, so long as they are nameless, right? So what do you do? What do you do if you're, if you're the Democratic Yes Queen Nancy Pelosi party, right? And right. It, this, for the record, this election, 2020, was an utter embarrassment. Oh, ugly. ugly. Utter embarrassment. Can I, actually, can, I sh can I run some numbers real quick? Yeah. This is something I wanted to talk about. Speaking of how, how embarrassing it was, we were told, okay, that progressive policies won't do and that progressive figures won't do. And there were actual Democrats within the party who were challenging people like AOC and Rashida Tlaib and Ayanna Presley. Because they wanted them out of the party because they, and I quote, weren't real Democrats. Right. These were centrist Democrats. And they told us, they told us that progressives couldn't win the national party. So I'm going to go through them and we're going to talk about how they won, okay? Rashida Tlaib, all right? 188,000 to her next best opponent, 48. Alan Omar. 252 to 101, 100,000, 252,000 to 101,000. Alejandra Ocasio-Cortez, 105,000 to 46,000. Ayanna Presley, 251,000 to 36,000, dude. Oh, shit. Okay, Ed Markey, 2.2 million to 1.1 million. Twice as many oh, votes as his opponent. Shit. Okay, you're seriously going to sit there and tell me that progressive policies can't fucking win? You're seriously going to tell me that those people are too polarized, that they're, right. that they're too out of touch, that they're considered elitist, that people are worried that they're going to be called socialists? Dude, right. Alan Omar is a great example. She beat her opponent by 150,000 votes, okay? Donald Trump painted her as literally like the worst fucking person you can possibly imagine. 
right. a radical Islamist who was secretly gonna fucking overthrow America and turn it into Somalia, and he was she was gonna impose socialism, and she was gonna make everybody Muslim, and she hated white people, and she right. hated Jews. I mean, she, she hated Israel. I mean, they were bad, dude. You saw the fucking attacks that he laid out on her were horrendous, were, dude. Right. They were horrendous. You know right. what I mean? And she won. She won by 150,000 votes in her district. How can you seriously sit back as the Democratic Party? Look at all of that shit that's going on. Look at red states that are passing leftist, you know, uh, leftist policies like $15 minimum wage. Look at leftist policies passing with decriminalization of marijuana, decriminalization mm -hmm. of all drugs in Oregon. Right. Several, right. several different, you know, propositions. The restoration, the restoration of votes for ex-felons in California. The and in Florida. And in fucking and in Florida. Florida. Okay. Right. How do you look at that and say, you know what? We can't move left. We need to reach across the aisle. That's why they it's, fucking lost this time. That's why they lost, dude. It isn't just because... <laughs> They shunned away the left. It's because they pandered to the right and the right didn't fucking buy it. Right. You know what I mean? 93% right. of Republicans voted Republican this year. It is up 3% from 90% against Hillary Clinton. Right. They didn't fucking buy it. But you right. know what they did buy? Working class resolutions. So and, how the fuck it, can you tell me progressivism isn't going to fucking win? Right. And, and there's a lot, this is where, you know, this is where I get off is, is now, you know, as numbers start coming in, right, yeah. as we start finalizing votes, we get to see, you know, where these changes have been made. And one of the things that I will, I am very interested to see is the, the switch, the heart, the switch in Texas, is right. particularly in the Rio Grande Valley, dude, like you look, at, you look at the maps at the Texas the Texas um, County maps yeah. from 2016 to 2020. And that is a big, no pun intended, red fucking flag. Oh, that yeah. is a big flag, right? And there is a lot of work that needs to be done, right? Particularly, and of course, by this, you know, first of all, the Democrats, we've, we've, people have been saying this for decades. They can't get on message. They can't right. figure out, they can't write. That's an old, that's an old talking point that just doesn't seem to be, you know, going away. And it's frustrating because every cycle after every cycle after every cycle, they just do worse. They somehow. lose more ground. And you know what though, dude? I mean, look at Obama, man. Obama ran on a progressive ticket. He turned out not to be the progressive we thought he was going to be, right. but he ran on a progressive ticket. That's why he won. He <laughs> won overwhelmingly. Being called a socialist over fucking whelmingly, he won. Did you have you have if you ever get it if you get a chance, dude? Look at the the Ohio maps. Yeah. Look at the Rust Belt maps from oh, 08 yeah. to twelve to sixteen. Oh yeah. Holy fuck, dude! Like they there lost is so some, much ground. There is so much that that, and even in twelve, right? Even in twelve in Ohio, Obama lost a little bit of Western Ohio, but that's fine. Yeah that's fine compared to what Hillary did. And, and, you know, people were hoping it was a hope. There was a, there was a gleamer of moment there last night on the, on election night where we all thought, you know, Joe Biden was going to win Ohio. Right. Right. And you just, you know, it's just, it just seems, it seems like 
almost a waste of time to go through the numbers in Ohio because there's nowhere there that like the Democratic Party can win. And 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 you have places like in the Rio Grande Valley in Texas right. that are that they're in trouble. They're yeah. in trouble and they need to figure it out to yesterday. They needed it, Dude, it, it went yesterday. from it went from leaning blue to hard red. To hard red. It was insane, dude. And you know, and it's the Rio Grande Valley. But you know what, dude? Again, it has to do with the messaging. It has to do with the messaging because the the thing is this, okay? Like you said earlier, Democrats have a problem with messaging, right? Mm -hmm. I don't believe that the Democrats have a problem with messaging. I think they know exactly what they have to do. There's just no way for them to do it and keep their money flow. And I know it seems like very much a conspiracy. But we're nearing the point where that really is what it is. And you can tell because they have, they have people like um, Nancy Pelosi and all, you know, you know, these big name kind of like Democrats, they have like these billionaire donors and stuff like that. And then you have grassroots campaigns like Bernie's or like Ayanna Presley's or even like, um, what is it? Act Blue, which, you know, works on behalf of Bernie and stuff like that. Dude, these guys are pulling in hundreds of thousands, if not millions of of individual donations. It was millions, right? It was like 18 million donations or whatever. Millions and millions of individual donations. And the reason they're doing that is because they're taking a chance and saying, hey, we don't need those donors. We don't need those big donors. Right. And the thing is, is that the the country, it's it's this really weird moment in American history where one of these parties has to take a gamble on the working class. And whichever one does secures the future. And the gamble that needs to be taken is, is you need to say, you know what? I'm going to forget these billionaire donors. I'm going to take money from the people. I'm going to run and I'm going to win. And if I win, right? If I win and if I'm able to change these things, then I'll win again and again. And again, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And you, you no longer need that billionaire class. And the other party will obviously absorb those billionaires because those billionaires, those, uh, you know, those sort of like, you know, big interest kind of deals, they're going to move somewhere, obviously, and they're going to make their way to the other party. But the other party will slowly fall out in favor so much that they'll have no choice but to meet in the middle. And I think, I think the problem with the Democrats has always been that they're too afraid to pull left. So they're constantly trying to meet in the middle and the right has absolutely no problem pulling right. You know, they right. really don't no, the right and because, wants- because they have those big interests too. You know what I mean? Like they have all right. the big money. They don't want to take it's, I mean, I sound like a conspiracy theorist and I don't mean to, but it really is this idea for me that the democratic party does not want to take a chance on the American people. And I feel tremendously let down by that. It, it's it's I'm tired of losing. So like, am I. I'm, I'm I'm tired of losing, and I'm tired of of having to defend these candidates that that I have to de- that these people make me defend. That's right, the garbage candidates, dude. And and you know we talked about this sort of non you know off recording, but it's like, dude, if 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 in 2022 and you know moving into 2024, I can't believe we're already talking about 2024. Yeah. One day after 2020 but 
if in 2024, the Democratic Party has to earn my vote. Like, yeah. I'm tired. Me too. I'm tired. I'm tired. And I think that a lot, I think that a lot of people are tired. And yeah. I think that it's an, it's, a, it's an important time for the Democratic Party to realize, right, um, that it's in trouble. It's yeah. in trouble. And, and where, where, you know, my thing is this. All right. First of all, people who do messaging stuff have to realize that Latinos are a diverse group. And there is a big generation gap. There's a big messaging gap that has to happen between first generation and, par and parents of, and, you know, parents, right? There's a generation yeah. gap. Cubans are not Mexicans. Mexicans are not Puerto Ricans. And they need to figure it the fuck out, right? And that's what you see when you see stuff like what happened in Florida versus what happened in Texas. But then when you have what happened in Florida emulate or look similar to what happened in the Rio Grande Valley, you're in trouble, dude. Like, oh, yeah. I can't stress this enough. Something is, something is not right when two different demographics of your quote-unquote supposed holistic Latino is voting the same way. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. It's upsetting. It, 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 it's upsetting as a Chicano because I feel like it's not just that they don't understand. They just, they ha they've made no attempt to understand the culture. And there is a part of our culture, and we don't talk about it often, but there is a part of our culture that is machismo and conservative and sort mm -hmm. of, uh, you know, kind of, you know, whatever. But while that is on some level mostly an identitarian issue, right. our culture is also very much the working class. You know what I mean? Right. And Lat Latinos, if you want to call them that, you know, Latinx, <laughs> um, oh. for the most part, for the most part, they're people who, uh, like immigrants, uh, they want what's better for their families or they want what's better in some cases with, you know, uh, descendants of immigrants or even Latinos or Chicanos who don't have families, what's better for themselves. And so when you try to appeal to these people, you can't appeal to them by playing Despacito or coming out and saying some stupid shit. Like they used to call me Elena. You know right. what I mean? Cause that doesn't mean shit to us. We're not embroiled in the culture in the same way that other racial groups are. You know what I mean? Like right. I, I cannot find a single fucking Chicano here and here where I live that doesn't think Nacho Libre is hilarious. You know what I mean? And the reason for that is because it doesn't it doesn't matter to us that somebody came in and did that who wasn't brown, you know? It doesn't matter that Jack Black was white. The reason I'm saying that is because I feel like that's where the focus of a lot of liberals and a lot of a lot of Democrats is. And it Aesthetic should be, politics. Right. And it should be instead on working class solutions. It should be on immigration mm -hmm. reform, not the kind of immigration reform that guarantees citizenship, but the kind of immigration reform that says, Hey, if you come over and you work in our country, we're going to let you work in our country. We're not going to harass you for working in our country. You know what I mean? The kind of immigration reform that, you know, treats them like human beings and doesn't treat them like they're parasites. Because even right now, 75% of Latinos still voted for Joe Biden. And they're still treating us like we betrayed him because it wasn't 90%. Right. 
Right. Like like it's our fucking fault. Like that, it's that, our that fault. Happens. And they don't they don't want to talk about the messaging. They don't want to talk about how Joe Biden was a terrible fucking candidate for Chicanos. No, they don't want to talk about Obama's deportation policies. They don't want to talk about how there was no outreach to our community or how they didn't see us as a path to victory. They don't want to talk about white people who overwhelmingly are still voting for a fucking racist. No, they put this on us, dude. They put it on us. Like we betrayed them. They're making it, they're making it seem like we don't belong here. Like we're not a part of this country. And that's just not the right way to go about that. Especially not for us because we already fucking feel that way everywhere we go. Half of us were born here. The majority of us were born here. You know what I mean? The majority of us have ancestral roots here. The majority of us have Native American roots that trace back hundreds of years before white peoples. And we're still being treated like this isn't the same land that our ancestors tilled. Right. And so when you look at them, their, their messaging needs to stop being some sort of like superficial, aesthetic, liberal you know, fucking kind of bullshit. That's not going to work with us, dude. You know what I mean? We're people, we, we keep our head down. We go to work. We do the thing. Your messaging should be there. It should be on, on raising the minimum wage. It should be on protecting immigrant workers. It should be on, it should be on protecting workers rights. You know what I mean? You, you can't put it on anything else because that's the nature of our people. And so no, go ahead. Actually go ahead. And the one thing that, like, you know, the Atlantic had a really good story on, on um, what liberals don't understand about Latinos, right? I and, didn't read it. And and it was about you know these ideals, the idealist versions of America, where of the U.S., where you know fucking individualism over capitalistic, work hard, you know. And there's this dichotomy or this there's not dichotomy. There's this tension, right, yeah. between this idea of what you know, traditionally Latin American countries have done to their people with too much government versus this notion of idealism that happens in the U.S. with hard work and individualism, right? Right. But my point, my point is, is that there's this lack of ability, this basic fucking thing that the Democratic Party should have been doing since 2012, dude. Since 2012, and then, and then to, to, to. I think, you know, the original sin of progressivism in the last 15 years, right? Okay. The original sin of democratic progressivism for the last 15 years is Obama and his de- deportation in chief. And right. they refuse to acknowledge it. I'm so glad you they said wanna that. Pretend, uh, they want to pretend like he, he was like, you know. Perfect. He wasn't who he was. Right. Right. Like he. He is exactly who he was, and we all know it, dude. Right. Say that. Stop fucking throwing Joe Biden at us and pretending like it didn't happen, and stop fucking telling us that he didn't do what he did. I was about to say, if Joe Biden, when that when that fucking immigration activist was like, "Hey, you know, you guys deported so many millions of us. A lot of us suffered. A lot of us were put in those cages and stuff." Like, you know, what is your response to that? If his response, first of all, his response should have been anything but go vote for Trump. Fucking obviously, okay? But if his response was, you know what, man? You're right. It was a dark period in American history for us. 
It was a mistake that I think we made. I think we should have handled that better. I think we need to look at comprehensive immigration reform. I need to work on the mistakes of the past. I think we need to build from there. Anything like that, dude, he would have had so many more, so much more Latino presence in in the election. You know what I mean? But it wasn't. Hey. And his his response, dude, I still I, I know that that's not the only reason he failed. Okay, don't get me wrong. But his response was the most callous, heartless fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Because right. it was very much like telling a woman who's being abused at home that if she didn't right. like the abuse she's facing here, she should just go back to her husband. You know what right. I mean? That was a brutal thing to say to somebody. Oh, you didn't like how shitty I treated you? Oh, well, go to this guy since he's so good for you. You know what I mean? Right. It, it was it was honestly, dude, it was one of the most heartless fucking things he said. And everybody it gave was. him a pass. They just let him slide on it. And guess what? Fucking Latinos in the in fucking Florida and Latinos in the Rio Grande Valley didn't. And and it's it's this is my this is something that I, I, I really want to sort of put down into words or something somewhere because it it it's basic it the Democratic Party lacks basic inability to construct and deliver a message that can help them dude and and the and the reason i'm i'm harping on this right i i know this is something that you know but the reason i'm harping on this is 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 i'm scared i'm concerned yeah i'm concerned because what is the alternative fucking josh halley you know fucking ted cruz tom like, Cotton. that's that's Tom, like that's the alternative, dude. And the thing is, is that like they'll fucking these those dudes have no shame. Right. They'll go out there, they'll talk about the fact that they're doing all these things. I'm the greatest president since Abraham Lincoln. People right. are gonna fucking buy it. I've done more things for black for the black community. I've done more things for the you know Trumps where it's the Hispanic community. I've done all these things, and people are gonna fucking eat it up. And you could make the argument, right? You could say. Well, you know, Trump says that kind of shit so that white people who vote for him won't feel so guilty. Okay. Right. And it's more like a like like a system in place to to let them to allow themselves to vote for somebody like Donald Trump. Sure. Oh or you could make the more the more glaring argument that like something that. needs to change, that something needs to happen. And and if the Democratic Party can't figure it out, dude, I don't know. We we I I honestly don't see the Democratic Party winning another national election the next eight years. I don't see them winning for a little bit longer than that if they can't figure out. Here's okay. I'm just gonna say this because we're already we're already nearing an hour. By the way, okay. Oh, so let me just get this out. Okay. There's a couple of things. First of all, when it comes to that, you know. That sort of, um, you were you were just talking about it like that sort of idea that the next Republican is going to be shameless. You gave me like right. a fucking nightmare just right now in my head, dude. They're gonna they're gonna push Cruz. They're gonna push Cruz. They're gonna see Biden do so terrible with Latinos that they're gonna push Cruz as a fucking Latino. Bet money on that shit. Bet money and he's or gonna does go Marco Rubio? Nah, fuck no. They're going to do Cruz. And I'll tell you why they're going to do Cruz. Because Cruz is going to go down to Florida and he's going to be like, you know what? My father escaped communist Cuba. My father escaped communist Cuba and I can relate to you guys and blah, 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 blah. And Cruz won. 
people don't talk about how the right is like basically nothing but identity politics. But right. I, I still am 100% positive that Cruz won his Senate race because he was able to convince dumbass Texans, no offense to my fellow Texans, that Beto O'Rourke was going to ban barbecue. I can't believe he fucking said that. And I can't believe there were people who were mad about it. How right. in the fuck does one ban barbecue? That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. And they were like, oh man, we'll fucking turn us all vegan. I, they're right. They're going to turn us all explode. vegan. They're going to take away our beef. Head explodes stupid. Okay. That's one. Two. Here's the other thing I want to say. Okay. We're nearing the end of our run here. It's, it's been a fun episode. I've, I got a lot out. Um, If the Democratic Party wants to win, and I know we're a platform that doesn't have a lot of listeners right now, and maybe one day we will, and I hope they can go back and read this because either they will have learned their lesson and they'll realize we were right, or they won't have learned their lesson and they'll be like, holy shit, if only these guys were big enough at the time. If the Democratic Party (laughs) wants to win, it doesn't matter... (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't matter who you're trying to appeal towards. It doesn't, their race isn't going to matter anymore. None of that's going to matter. You have to appeal to one, the working class and working class interests. And two, the idea that appealing to those things is not socialist in nature. Because right. if you could have gone to Florida and said, Hey, this $15 minimum wage, this Fallon stuff, this is shit that he's saying makes me a socialist. I'm not a socialist. I'm just somebody who who wants you guys to make more money and wants you guys to do good and wants you guys to do better. He could have won. He could have done better. You know what I mean? And that's what you have to do. You have to go out there and you have to say, these aren't socialist interests. They're working class interests. They're interests that benefit people across all races, across all genders, across all sexual orientations. You have to attack it that way first. And I know that there are a lot of liberals who are going to hear this and they're going to say, oh, you're dismissing, you know, racism. And you're saying that racism isn't an issue and stuff. No, no, no. It very much is. Don't get me wrong. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm telling you is that it's not an issue to the people whose votes you need. Do you understand Mm -hmm. what I mean? That's what I'm telling you. What I'm telling you is there is nothing wrong with appealing to the working class desires and then discussing race and then discussing policy and stuff like that. Because at the end of the day, the one thing that we do have in common are the, is that working class interest. You know what I mean? And they have to appeal to it, dude. And they haven't, they really haven't. They've done so long playing this identity politics game. And all they've done is, it skew people away. And it, what it's what it's done is it's given more ammunition to the right who are all identity politics anyway. I cannot stress this enough. Nobody is killing babies. Nobody's aborting babies on the day they're fucking born. Nobody's doing any of that insane shit. Where the fuck right. Nobody's do you coming think for this your is gun. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. None of this shit is happening. But the reason that people think it's happening is because the Democrats play the political game. They play the identity politics. The right is all identity politics. And the right comes out and says, yeah, they did that. You know what's next, right? But what would their argument be? How do you counter they want to give you health care? How do you counter that? How do you? You you, you don't, right? If if you're Mayor Pete 
in fucking February 2020 when he <laughs> says they're going to call a socialist anyway. We might as well do what we want. Right. Like that's the that's the that's the energy we they need. They like need that's it. the energy yeah. they need. That's the energy they need. And 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 at that time, dude, I'll 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 be up front, right? You you called me out for it, and I was like, no, man, let's give him a chance. I was a Mayor Pete fan. I, I never liked that dude, man. <laughs> I was a Mayor Pete fan, but I was a Mayor Pete fan because he said that. Yeah, I smelled the right? I smelled and, the snake. I smelled the rat tail on it. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't. It, <laughs> it didn't take very long, right? It didn't right. take very long. But you're right but, about that. But I, 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 I appreciated that kind of sentiment yeah. because he's right. Right. He's right. They're gonna call us whatever the fuck they're gonna call it. Like, let them do it. But when you, when, when you're like, like, working for trying, you know, this election cycle, I spent a lot of time working for trying to flip Texas house seats, and apparently. We did a horrendous job. Okay. Yeah, you were bad. It was you're bad at it. I was we were bad. We got our asses handed to us on a golden platter. You sure right? did, pal. But it wasn't I've been thinking about it now for two days about what happened in Texas and how come the Texas house didn't flip and those races that we were work that I was a part of, that we were working on, that the how what happened, right? And I, I can't help but feel like there's something wrong, definitively wrong, horrend horrendously wrong with what these, what the definition of progressivism is to a lot of these people, to a lot of these organizations, and how long it's taking them to be like, okay, yeah, dude, I want to give you health care. What about it? What about it? And that's what, what I'm you, saying. What, what about it? And that's what, what I'm saying. It? The last time a Democrat ran for president and someone called him a socialist. And he was like, you know what, whatever the fuck you want to say, we're going to pass this single payer healthcare plan. Guess what? He won by at that time, right. the most votes in history. Barack Obabe. <laughs> Barry Sotero. That's what QAnon calls him. I mean, he did, right. but he, he did, did dude. He, that's what he, happened. He did. And and he, you know, for 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 what I can remember, from what I can recall, he didn't necessarily. I mean, he would say that he wasn't socialist, right? He'd laugh it off, right? But exactly. he didn't necessarily let. He didn't listen. He didn't let that fucking waver on the message. He didn't let them control the message. That's what happened. Right. They came out and they were like, "You're a socialist," and he was like, "Nah, but whatever." You know what's pretty cool though? Healthcare, socialist or not, that's what's pretty fucking cool. You know what I mean? Pretty cool guy, right? Uh, listen, listen here, folks. Okay. No, don't do it. Oh <laughs> he oh just—I love the way he says, "folks," dude. I—I I want that on a loop. I just want Obama saying "folks" on a loop. He just—he—he'll put he, me to bed. Be like rockabye baby. He. I can. The weird part about that is I can see his face when yeah. he says "folks" and his left and his left hand doing that left hand thing. Like that he's holding a pen. Does. Like he's holding yeah. a pen and yeah. he's yeah. You know what I mean? Or like, like he just found out that like the spaghetti's like fucking dope. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh man, I don't know, man. I, I, I mean, this election isn't over. Nah. Apparently, it's not. Apparently, over. it's not over. Apparently, it's. We've got a lot. We've Apparently got a long way to go, over. but I think even if Joe Biden wins, okay, we have a long way to go as a country. Anyway, there's a lot of people who are upset that Trump got so close to winning. 
And there's a lot of people who are upset that Trump broke how many votes he got last time. And you know what? I'm one of those people, man. I'm with you. I'm upset too. But you could have got those votes if your messaging was better. You should have done better. You could have done better. And you didn't because you let them control the messaging. You were afraid of being called a socialist. And it turns out that you should have fucking embraced it. And it's something that we have told you, that progressives have told you for the longest time, is that you should fucking embrace it. And if you want proof, nobody, nobody was criticized worse by President Trump than Ilan Omar. There is, it is absolutely stunning to me that she won by the margin she did because it is an amazing rebuke of Trump, first of all, from the people of Minnesota. But second of all, dude, it's, it's them saying, hey, you know what? I don't give a fuck what you call her. What she's done for us is more important than anything you can say about her. And right. that should be the and message that the Democratic Party goes with. What we're going to do for you is 100% more important, significantly better, and more grandiose than anything they can fucking call us. Right. We just got to hope they and, do it. And it's just, right. And, and, the thing, and the last thing that I'll say is that, like, you know, I saw somewhere on Twitter, I, I should fucking get my sources before I say it, but somebody yeah, on Twitter... It. Somebody from D, somebody from DSA said that they were like, they won like 70% of the races that they won. Now, there are things with DSA that like, I, I, you know, yeah, it, me too. Yeah. it is what it is. It is yeah. what it is. Yeah. But my point is, is you could, you could assume, right. That they are probably more lefty, left leaning fucking policy or platforms, right. That right. they're running these candidates with. Right. So. If I'll end with two things. First of all, is if this is an indication as to what happens locally, okay. the Democratic Party needs to needs to like, you know, get its shit together and not be afraid to run these 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 platforms. Okay. The DNC doesn't doesn't get its shit together. And sorry, the DNC needs to get its shit together and start running these candidates. Locally, statewide, federally, national, federal, uh, uh, regionally, and then federally, right? But lastly, my biggest concern, and the thing that's going to keep me out of the foreseeable future, is Rick Santorum, the Rick Santorum, was on CNN, and he said something that only Rick Santorum can say, but that I, can, I can't stop thinking about. The thing about Joe Biden is that Joe Biden should be glad that he won barely the way that he won because it's a rebuke of these leftist policies in his party. Yeah. And with what you said, with what you said about, you know, fucking Lincoln Project wanting somebody like Joe Biden, this is a nightmare scenario. This is. is something that I think, I think that like, when you can have somebody like, fucking from the Lincoln project and Rick Santorum say something and suddenly the, like the stars align. It's a bad, it's a bad, it's a bad time. This is it. it, I'm feeling, I'm feeling glad that it looks like Joe Biden's going to win. I'm going to knock on wood. I'm feeling glad that he's going to win, but it's, it looks bleak. It the future really the, the future looks bleak. And I'm telling you, that's what the Lincoln Project's going to do. 
okay, this is what they're going to do. They're going to go out there and they're going to say this can't win. But you know what, Joe? The numbers don't fucking lie, dude. The numbers don't lie. If those policies aren't popular, if those people aren't popular, then they wouldn't win by the margins that they want. They wouldn't win, period, let alone by those fucking insane margins. So what I'm saying is right. the future is bleak, but only if the Democrats don't see the fucking light. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and, and um, uh, I, I don't know. We'll, we have to get we'll through this to election first. Yeah, let's get through this first. We'll see what happens. We'll see who wins. We'll be back recording Monday. Podcast episode drops Tuesday. This is going to come out Friday. You excited, dude? Our first, like, our first special? Oh, my God. Only four episodes in? We're the oh best. Oh, my God. All right, that's, man. That's impeccable timing. Just it's... like Batman had it all planned. Okay. <laughs> Don't shit on my Batman, dude, all right? All right? All right, man. We're also going to do, I think... We said Monday we're going to cover the remainder of whatever the fuck this is. And then the week after we're going to do an <laughs> I- <laughs> the week after we're going to do an eye bleach episode. So the week after we're going to, you know, I think it should be fair to note now that the podcast isn't going to be solely politics moving forward, that there's, there's going to be a lot of other stuff to be discussed. Uh, we don't want to get kind of like cornholed into it. So we're going to do an eye bleach episode. We're going to talk about all shitty things, entertainment, all shitty things, sports, just so that we can all just kind of just calm down, take a deep breath, get some moosas in. You know what I mean? I, I like I like how, how you that it's going to go smoothly the next two weeks. Uh, I don't know that, sir, but this is my lie to myself. <laughs> so we'll see okay. what happens. As Thanks, as, everybody. For... As long as it's recognized. Yeah, yeah, it's recognized. So long. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Joseph, I love you, man. I love you, too.